living example of someone who has asked questions like, what's the point here on earth? What are we doing here? Is magic real? Magic is real. How do I create a life I don't need a vacation from, truly? How do I remain in an embodied state of fulfillment and love? What's my purpose here? School systems prep us to do what we're told. Society tends to condition us into superstitious thinking, which means you're misled to look outside of yourself and ultimately rob yourself of happiness. The truth I found is I didn't come here to Earth to spend the majority of my life in a survival or lack mindset. I came here to go first, to lead, instead of being misled. <laughs> I came here to go first and remembering that I have always been a queen. I'm just here manifested in this form that I'm showing up to you as today, a form called Victoria. But I'm neither my form nor my name. I'm merely experiencing this form and this name. I am a goddess. I am a god. I walk with God. So do you. <sighs> it's with pleasure to go first and lead you forward and serve you new slices of Eden to help you discover your power. So I invite you, goddess, or god, <laughs> to keep asking questions. Seek out the answers for yourself, nullius and verba. Go see for yourself. The door I'm creating today is when I invite you to explore, for it is a map that has guided me to show up as this entity today. In the form of Victoria, inviting you to tune into the map of all maps. <laughs> the map that will allow you to guide yourself out of the matrix and to help you really, really learn to rely on yourself. Are you ready? <laughs> so, I'm going to use myself as an example here when speaking about human design. And that means uh, I've got my own map up, my human design chart. And I discovered this about uh, two years ago. My soul guided me to discovering this concept. And with it, I learned of these five archetypes, energy archetypes that each and every one of us embody on Earth. And as the author Karen Curry states, we are all powerful creators. But in order to create in a powerful way, you have to know how you operate. Your human design type shows you exactly how to create in a way that is empowering, fulfilling, dynamic, successful, and exciting. But in order to play, play our part in this transition, we have to fulfill our unique roles without distortion and without being stuck in old patterns and fear. 
Today's slice of Eden on human design will impact anyone curious to ask who we really are as authentic individuals and those tired of pretending to be someone they're not. Why is it so important to let go of this game of pretend? Because it creates discord in your being. Tribe, let me remind you of what this means. Discord, when left untreated, creates dis-ease. And I know we are so intelligent, we don't need to concern ourselves with the symptoms as we understand the root cause is discord. Discord, again, if you didn't tune into a past share on love, in the simplest terms, discord is not love. Discord, not love. You are authentically unconditional love. So whatever doesn't drive with that is discord. I invite you to discern it and eliminate it if it feels right. I invite you to experiment so you can really discern the difference. It's like exercising a muscle. Your intuitive muscle also needs to be exercised just as you would anything else at the gym. Take in information only coming from a place of love. This includes even from me, just like others, just like how the Buddha says, and even your own self. Why? If quantum physics tells us we are all made of love waves, then at our core we are love. If there needs to be truth shared, it should always come from a place of love, not by someone's bias, jealousy, or manipulation. You have been equipped before coming on earth with all the tools necessary within you to discern that difference. I invite you to practice that exer exercising that muscle right now. Now onto the map. There are five archetypes in human design. That's the generator, manifesting generator, projector, reflector, and manifester. Each energy archetype represents a unique jigsaw puzzle piece in the grand puzzle of humanity. And as all of you know, if you've ever started a puzzle, you know you can't finish the puzzle without all the unique pieces. And I want to keep this, this idea really simple for you. And I'm going to use myself as an example. So of these five, I'm a manifester. And just knowing this has completely shaped how I'm showing up to you today. <laughs> Within my human design chart, which all you need to do is follow the link in the description box below to find the link to get your human design chart. When you get this chart, you're going to see which archetype you are. Now there's plenty of YouTube videos out there to get into giving you the high level overview of each energy archetype, so I'm not going to get into that. I've already done the research, there's plenty of intelligent souls who speak very soundly on these matters. I invite you to go explore it and educate yourself, do your research, discern. What I will share instead is a perspective in human design that hasn't been discussed. Again, using myself as an example, I did this. I got my chart, I pulled it up from Jovian Archive, 
and here I looked at the chart and saw okay there's like a, a bunch of symbols there's red there's black there's a body on here there's um, chakra centers that are shaded in not shaded in uh, left blank there's stripe colors there's numbers there's also like these these highlight terms on the top of this chart like what am I looking at is what I asked myself and then after two years of research I learned that all right being a manifester means that of all the other five archetypes I'm here to create doors for you what does this mean of all the other four archetypes I'm the one that does the inviting and everybody else patiently waits for the right invitations and they discern themselves which one is going to be aligned for them and they proceed with a yes or no forward along their journey why why am I sharing this well I learned that I couldn't hide anymore and I had been hiding I'm so sorry for for the time that I invested in hiding because it really wasn't serving anyone and learning that I was a manifester that I signed up <laughs> that I signed up to go first for all of y'all and for me to not show up and for you guys to reach out to me asking about this next share on human design asking to learn more and for me, like, to be frank with you, all the tentacles and darkness had really, really, for a time period, gotten to me. I believed all the lies that darkness had been reflecting from others. And if, and if that happened to me, oh my gosh, how many others is that currently happening to in this world? learning about my human design and who I who I am signed up to play this being this Victoria in this life <laughs> couldn't hide anymore so it's really taken all this time to work on myself and I've needed to do this for me so that I could show up and do this for you create this space oh my god our earth needs this space right now we need this and I realize I'm so 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 powerful that of course darkness had wanted to do everything in its grasping straws like urgency to try to pull me down but mm -mm. nope I'm always guided by angels and I'm always at the right place at the right time. So here I am following my emotional authority, which is something that I've learned through human design is how I make decisions. I wait for a moment of clarity and I can feel this just driving me to speak. So here I am speaking. I've got a cold. I've got a cough. I don't care. I'm showing up. This feels right. I'm following my inner authority, which is part of what I learned about myself and how I make decisions that are aligned energetically to me. I know this for a fact. A fact. From human design. This is what you can learn about yourself too. Okay? Now what else do I learn that 
has given me this utmost confidence that you can tap into as well. Well, I learned how to eat, Queens. Mm-hmm. And how do you eat as a manifester? Well, we, we actually, in our natural state, we eat pretty quickly. But when we eat, we decide how the food's going to have an impact on our body. And then we just surrender to that. So for example, if you've eaten meals with me, <laughs> you will maybe notice, maybe not, that I'm speaking to the food. I'm thanking the Mother Earth for the food that she provides because I have high standards to eat just real food from the Earth. And when I consume it, I tell this food that this is going to fill my body up with so much love. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bring so much unconditional love frequencies and vibes into my body it's going to light up my body and all of my cells with unconditional love it's going to feel so vitalized mm -hmm. and whatever my body doesn't need for energy in that moment will just get pooped out within the next 12 hours <laughs> and so it is <laughs> yeah that's my prayer to my food and that is how you eat as a manifester that's why my, my body works so well. Is I tell my body, whatever I'm eating, how it's going to impact me. And then I make sure when I'm eating, I'm not distracted by anything else. Those who practice Ayurveda understand this already. Those who don't, here's this new information. If you really want to take in all the sustenance from what you are eating, you need to have no distractions. You need to be fully present with what you are eating and give that respect. It gives you in return respect. Your body is able to fully use everything. If you're eating a super healthy diet, but you're not chewing all of your food, you're not present with your food, your body is not going to get all of that sustenance and juicy goodness. It's just not how it works. Noleus and Verba explore Ayurveda, learn about this discern. For me, this is my truth. I thoroughly chew everything. I am present with my meal. I thank the earth, I thank myself, I tell my body how this food is going to light up my being. And I enjoy it. I chew everything with love. Oh, and it just, foodgasms are just amazing. <laughs> That's how you eat as a manifester. See how you eat as, a, as your archetype. And what else have I also learned? Well, when you're looking at your at your chart, you'll see there's shaded spots, shaded chakra systems, and unshaded chakra systems. Being a manifester, there's a commonality that we share, and that is having uh, the throat chakra connected to another chakra. <laughs> having that defined. So for example, for me, when I'm looking at the figure on my chart, I see that the throat chakra and my solar plexus are shaded in. And they're connected by a channel that's red and black. Red and black, those colors mean my personality. One is conscious, one is unconscious. I invite you to explore those for you. And the shaded in energy centers mean that since before I was born, three months before I was born, 
my ability to speak has always been the way that it's been. My emotions has always been the way that it's been since three months before I went into this body, deep in my, moth in my mother's womb. And it's funny, it's so hilarious that since I was born, darkness has had such a tight grip on my ability to speak and my ability to feel. It's complete, they've completely been unsuccessful now in keeping me away from speaking. <laughs> they were really good at that for the last 29 years. <laughs> it's like a joke. And my ability to feel, oh my gosh. I hope y'all had a great time trying to call me sensitive and all of that. But mm -mm, darkness, no. I feel everything. I see everything. I feel the energies of people when they walk into a room. I can feel your energy of how you're really feeling about something. Despite what words you may say, I see your body language. I can step into your world, into your shoes. I can navigate. If I desire to come from a place of love, then guide you back to love. That is my power. Call me sensitive. It doesn't, it doesn't, I pay no mind. As those who judge are blind. My sensitivity to energy and my emotions is my strength. My ability to speak is my strength. When I speak from my emotions, I move mountains. What areas in your chart are shaded in? That's your power, queens. That's your power, kings. The areas of your chart that are not shaded in, my loves, those are the areas where you're here to get wise. They hold lessons for you to learn. For example, on my chart, I've got an open head center. And the commonality behind this open head center is, you know, just to reflect on like the, this thought. Am, am I thinking about things that don't matter to me? Like, am I trying to answer any, everyone else's questions, anyone's questions? And the wisdom to understand here is discerning and knowing which questions are important for me to actually think about or not. And the wisdom I've gained from this is really like, okay, I know who and what is inspiring for me. And I know which questions are mine and which ones are not mine to answer. And therefore I'm free of any mental pressure. I also have an open Ajna center. And this open Ajna center, if you've got it open yourself, a question to reflect on maybe in times of meditation or journaling. So am I still trying to convince everyone that I'm certain? Why? If you really sit with that, doesn't it kind of sound a little bit funny? Because the wisdom here is coming to terms with being okay with not being certain. There's a lot of flexibility in that process. Having an open Ajna center, you're never actually thinking about things in the same manner, which is a strength. Like, like just sit with how amazing that is. You can look at a situation from so many angles. 
you have the ability to literally think outside of the box and bring so much strength, creativity, flexibility to situations. Like, that's mind-blowingly amazing. So, on my chart, I've also got an open G center. Now, for those of you who also have this open G center, you'll see that it's right where your chest is. And the theme here, the lesson to get wise about here, is am I still looking for love for myself? And am I looking for direction in my life? And the silly thing is you should never be fixated on that. That's not that's not the direction to steer your life towards. That's not the ultimate compass. The truth that I learned, the wisdom I became wise to with my own open G center, is that I no longer look for love. I no longer look for my life or direction or myself out there. I attune inward. I align with my heart. For my heart is my compass. My heart is my life compass. My heart has been guiding me. It always guides me into being at the right places at the right time. To meeting the right people at the right time. To, to feeling drawn or compelled to do something. It is always guiding me. Angels are always guiding me. So that every time I walk into a room, I light it up with my energy and my spirit. Everywhere I walk, I lift people up into a higher vibrational state simply because I'm led by my heart and I'm embodying a frequency of unconditional love no matter where I go. I walk with a beautiful electric blue force field of unconditional love, a blanket of love that just caresses everyone warmly who I walk past. And with that said, love comes. The right people come. Beauty comes. Everything comes with ease and grace. Life flows like water. That's what I've gotten wise about with this G-Center. That's what you can get wise about with this open G-Center. On my chart, I also have an open heart or ego center. And this is a triangle, a little triangle on the chart. And this is the center of one's ego and willpower, self-worth and self-esteem. And I want to point this out. <coughs> oh my gosh, see? Coffee and all is real, but I'm still following my emotional authority on this. So recording is in progress. And this is raw as it gets. <laughs> all right. This is self-worth and self-esteem is huge for manifestors. Why? Because this is not shaded in for us. <laughs> we walk around in this illusion that we're lacking in our life. But it's an illusion. Having it unrefined means that there's no consistency in applying your willpower or, or, or your self-esteem. And that leads to underestimating yourself. But that's an illusion. Because when you try to overcompensate this, 
by being competitive or in control or proving your worth to others. Like, it's not, it's, it's not a correct alignment. You don't need to do, do any of that for anyone. You don't need to make promises to anyone either. Especially those of you who have this, not, it is blank. We're not wired to make promises that we can prove whatever, whatever, get straight A's, or make it into Miss World, or make it into Miss Universe. No, 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 no. Leave the promises to those who have this energy center shaded in. For us, we are here to get wise that we are enough. We are enough exactly who we are because we have been born winners. Think back to when you were just an egg in your mother's womb. Out of all of the eggs, you were the one that, that, that channeled down and out of all the possible sperms from your lovely father, the right one chose you. <laughs> and you were born. Therefore, you have been a winner since day one. Don't forget that. We are enough. More than enough. We are more than good enough. Trustworthy, loyal, sexy, gorgeous. I have nothing to prove. That's what I've gotten wise about with this energy center. Do you have anything to prove? <laughs> also, on my chart, right below, is an open sacral center. And this one's huge, 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 huge. If this is undefined, it means you don't have access to a consistent uh, energy pulse. You can easily exhaust yourself if you're not in balance. Like, for example, myself... Uh, I was guilty of this in a previous role where I didn't know when enough was enough. I was in this illusion that my worth was consistent to the productivity that I was able to have each day. And therefore, I would acquaint my productivity to my worth, which, you know, when you're trying to do that and you're trying to grow and be better and better, you can exhaust the engine, especially if it's not hooked up to a consistent energy center like generators have or manifesting generators have. If you are either of those two types, you'll see on your own chart that this square sacral center is shaded in. This means as a bad, like you're, you're like a, an energizer bunny. Like you just get a, a little plug in and overnight you get charged back up and you're ready to go the next morning. The other archetypes that do not have this shaded in, myself included, we are here to be wise. To know one enough is enough. To honor ourselves. To take the time that we need to just be alone and be in your solitude and show up for yourself. Learn to, if you're feeling sad, nurture yourself. If you're feeling like you want more love or quality time, do show up as that for yourself. If you want more acts of service, do provide that for yourself. Go get a massage. Want physical touch? Go get a massage. Want quality time? Go invite a friend out for coffee. The wisdom here is I know when enough is enough. So, do not sacrifice 
Because when you sacrifice, when you don't honor yourself, that also creates discord. And we are better than that. So we know when enough is enough. That is what you are here to get wise about if you have the center open. The next one on my chart, which I've also learned about myself, is I have an open root center. So if you have this last square also open, this means that you do things as fast as you can and you tend to work really, really hard in an effort to get rid of this pressure. But this pressure actually never goes away. So you have the potential to be naturally still. And you can allow the pressure to flow through you without acting upon it. And following your strategy, so again, on your chart, you see whatever it says next to your inner authority you've got to follow that strategy like for example what I'm doing following my emotional authority here to use my voice in this moment now this protects you from the pressure that would otherwise harm you alignment over hustle alignment refinement over failure I don't have those I don't it's like Failure is not a part of my dictionary. I don't ask for your opinion. This is just my truth. Failure is not in my dictionary. I use refinement instead. Also, the wisdom here to, to really, really know at the end of the day, alignment, it's I know what pressure is correct for me or not. And when you are aligned, there is no hustle. That's that's BS in my in my book. I, I don't have hustle in my dictionary either. I have alignment. Because alignment creates flow, creates abundance. All you need is to step into that right frequency that is attuned to you and everything comes flowing into your life. The right people, the right situations, everything. So, if you've got this shaded in, then there is a different power here. But if this is not shaded in, that is a lesson here. I know what pressure is correct for me or not. Alright, I also on my chart have a open spleen center. So if you're looking straight at your chart, this would be to the left and this is a triangle. My open spleen center means that I'm here to be open to all kinds of fears. And I may hold on to things that are no longer good for me. And, you know, there's there's a lot of lessons around that. You know, maybe that could be um, holding on to something that's like uh, food related. It's just not healthy for you. For example, I used to be really addicted to french fries. Those who knew me, like I would order french fries all the time. And it was difficult to let go of. And now I realize that is not healthy for me. And fried food actually creates um, just discord, discordant energy, free radicals in my body, which I don't, I don't want there. So instead, I choose now to bake my french fries and I enjoy them that way without the free radicals. My body loves it. I love it. It tastes good. I've nailed it. And you know, that's just one example of 
something that can be easy to get addicted to, like that good feeling, um, but it's a temporary feeling. And temporary feelings, you just got to be wise about when enough is enough, even around that. So asking yourself, am I still holding on to something that's not good for me? This could be food, no one's health, it could be relationships, job, places, things, people, so that you know what is healthy for you and you can let go of what doesn't serve you anymore. And for myself, this is a constant practice, but I am getting more and more wise about what's healthy for me. And I am getting more stronger and stronger to let go of what doesn't serve me anymore. And that's the real lesson there. These are the open energy centers that I have on my chart. Why did I want to just walk you through it in this way? Well, when you master the lessons behind each energy center, you're bringing your being more and more into energetic alignment. And when you do that, the lessons you become wise about become your power. And the different details behind the gates of how these energy centers are connected to each other, the red lines, the black lines, the numbers, all of them are additional clues to who you authentically are. It's as I described, it's a map. And it's a map where, like, my gosh, if you really, really want to create a life you never need a vacation from, this is your map. This is it. This will allow you to align to what Aristotle calls the Aristotelian potential, our godness potential. Each and every one of us has the ability to tap into this. It's just by choice. And on this planet of fuck-ups, sorry, this is my podcast, I'll say that, every single opportunity and situation and person that you meet is an opportunity to refine yourself, to become a better version of you, to choose another way by leveraging your choice, the autonomy of choice. This planet gives you the power of choice. No one can control you, only if you allow them to. But goddesses, human design is your blueprint. It's your map to not needing anybody around you to tell you what to do, to learn how to discern and attune to yourself, your own intuitive God within you, to always know how do I make decisions? What is really my personality here? Who am I authentically at my core? And what is not me? So I can shake those layers away. So I can dance those layers away. So I can release all the pain that I've unconsciously held on to. All the not me's that I've picked up along this way. So I can show up as my truest, most authentic self. So that I can stand confidently in my power and deep within my knowing to move mountains. <sighs> That's all I got for you today.
If you want to learn more about this, book some time with me and I'm happy to guide you through a deeper exploration of your human design chart, answer any questions you might have. But Nolius and Verba, go see for yourself. Check out the link below, see your chart, listen to this, check out which energy centers you have, shaded or unshaded. Check out YouTube to learn more about what those means. Listen to this podcast again to review the lessons behind some of these energy centers and learn about your incarnation cross. That is your purpose. Mine on my chart says it's a right angle cross of Eden. What does that mean? After a year and a half, two years of sitting with this, it means I am here to create the doors for you and invite you to explore them. So here you go. This is a beautiful rabbit hole. Go be Alice and go see for yourself what this map can show you, what life you can create when you attune to who you really are authentically and so you need nothing from nobody. I'm here to create the doors and discover and share the slices of Eden on earth. Heaven is here. It's created internally. And once it's created internally, your physical world automatically matches it. Thank you for joining me on today's Share Goddesses. It is with so much love that I that I channel this message from my own inner authority and inform you on the massive changes that can be coming your way when you discern and see for yourself what this beautiful human design blueprint and map can do for you. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time.